Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, final hour of the Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. Friend of the show, Charles Holman, Minnesota's Postal Recorder. He's joining us now. I want to talk a little college basketball as well as... um, a very serious uh, story that we saw uh, coming out of Lansing last night and the, the campus, uh, Michigan State University. And I want to start actually with that. And, Charles, I appreciate your time and coming on the show this evening and, you know, you being a, a Michigan guy. Um, just your initial thoughts, man, when you saw the news that was um, uh, emanating last night and coming out all over the news and airwaves, and I know immediately in that moment um, – I reached out to Crystal Flynn to to check on her because I know that her son Trey is is at um, is at Michigan State, but uh, you know that's your home state, man. What, what 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 are you making of of that story and and how tragic that is? Well, it's also my home school, so it's it's, it's definitely uh it was definitely a hard thing to learn about last night, and I stayed up to about two in the morning just trying to keep abreast on what's going on. Um. Uh, you know, the shooting, where the shootings took place. I know those buildings well. Uh, prayers definitely for the young people, the families of the, the ones who lost their lives and the ones that are still in danger in terms of uh, in the hospital. Uh, I just hope there's not a rush to judgment. I heard a guy today talking about they need to lock up all the buildings and make sure only peop- only students get in. Uh, that's that's getting too extreme. I think, yes, get, yes. Let's tap things down. Let's find out what's going on. Let's get the campus back to some kind of normalcy before we start making those drastic decisions. But, you know, it's sad, and we'll never know what made this young man do what he did because he took his own life. And that's the hardest thing, that we'll never know why he decided to choose last night to go and shoot up the campus of uh, Michigan State University. That's just we don't understand and what connection he had to those those young people, if any, to do what he did. So, but that also shows that we still need gun control. Yeah. And we, we need to we need to 
people can't get the guns that easily. And I'm tired of hearing that stuff about, I have friends with hunters, and they don't care if it took them seven months to get clear to get to use their gun because they use it for the right reason. We got too many things people are using it for the wrong reason. They're too easily to be gotten. And uh, and I'm tired of people not taking that more seriously. How many more deaths we're going to have? How many more bloodbaths we got to have before we have politicians finally get off the stick and start really doing something seriously? And we've had some crazy things happen the last few days, Henry. I mean, just, uh, you know, the young man in, 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 in St. Paul. Get Harding, you know, yep. It's just, it's just crazy. I mean, I, I talked to my players today. Just I told them to be careful. Go straight home. Don't. There's just too many things going on. Those young people last night, I'm pretty sure they didn't think they were going to lose their life last night. I thought they were just, they were just a number, another day on the life of, of a college student. And now they're no longer around. So, yeah. I'm glad the trade's all right. Um, I don't have anybody I know still at Michigan State. But yeah, I was about to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. The people that I that that I know had graduated. That uh, I had some friends who had children there. They have graduated. So, uh, but I haven't keeping abreast of it because I do have some friends that live in the area. So they told me they're all right and everything is fine. So it's crazy because uh, well, Michigan State campus is not a. It's not a isolated place. I mean, it's right there in the city. So therefore, it's easy to get in, easy to get out, and so therefore, you know. Well, I, uh, let, let me let me touch on something that you just brought up a, a couple of minutes ago, and and I agree with you. I, I think it is uh, ridiculous and it's unacceptable for for people to think. Um, if there are people out there that think that we just got to shut everything down, like this is not how this works. Like college institutions are their their educational facilities of higher learning. And they should be open and accessible to people. So, so if, if if we're saying that that is going to be the fallback plan on how we're going to control all of this, that's just not that's not reasonable at all. No, it's not. Oh, it was a, some former FBI guy. He was on one of the shows this morning talking about you know I have these ex, these extreme measures. You know, the building that one the uh, one of the kids was was killed. The union, the student union, it has as access to the street as well as access to the campus. You know, so you can come in one door and go out the other. You're you going to cut that, you're going to shut that down because uh, something happened that's tragic. Uh, I think we got we to, gotta, you know, step on the brakes. Just sort this thing out first before we make those kind of limited access. Listen, this is, the, this, is the, this is the thing that so gets me, Charles, that you're, that you're mentioning, that you're talking about this in terms of, like, shutting stuff down or people saying that. On one hand, we have people talking about, you're not going to take my guns, Second mm-hmm. Amendment. And now we're going to talk about shutting down campuses? Like, which one is it when we're talking about freedom? Yeah, it's, 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 it's that extreme. It's that extreme. You know, yes, be common sense about this. We need to get rid of, we need to find a way to have a limited access to guns so easily. And that's the problem that we have in this country. And why can't we solve that problem? Because we have politicians who wants to who wants to say that the Second Amendment is such such a high and mighty type of document that we can't can't modify that, can't amend that. And then we misuse the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment does not guarantee you the right to gun. It guarantees you the right to bear arms in the case of a of a of a of a, of a, of a, of a insurrection or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not to just have a gun. Just to have one. I mean, Henry, I mean, do you need a gun to walk around the street? No. 
Do I need a gun to walk around the street? I hope so not. Who needs, if you have to have a gun, you must be doing something bad. Okay, because I know people, my son's a hunter. Uh, he don't carry a gun with him all the time. He carries a gun when he's hunting because that's what he uses for. So it's just, uh, when I heard that guy this morning saying that, it was on MSNBC. I was really upset. Because, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. My camp, This is a campus that I grew up on. I spent seven years of my life at, you know, going for a master's. Now, I won seven years like, like Pluto in uh, Animal House. But I was... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, okay. And people came in all the time. You know, it, it was always... It was a free... You know, people came in all the time. It's part of the community. It's not just a isolated a campus, a moat. We yep. don't build a moat around it so now people can't come in. No, that's that's stupid. So, and again, we need to just pray. We need to pray about for the young people, not not only the young people that survived, but that whole campus right now. That's a fear. I mean, oh my God, I, I oh I don't. Well, I let, don't know. <laughs> well, let me stay. Let me stay with this. And we're talking to Charles Holman from uh, Minnesota Sports Recorder here on the Lake Show on News Talk eight three zero WCC. I know we're going to talk some basketball stuff here in a, in a minute, but I, I want to stick with this for a second. Everybody understands that this is not just a sports show. This is uh, we talk about what people are talking about, and we talk about whatever I want to talk about. Show some nights we're going to talk all sports. Some nights we might not talk no sports. This is how it rolls with me. But I want to ask you this because you brought up Harding, okay? The St. Paul School Board voted to eliminate school resource officers in June of 2020. Now, we know why that happened. It happened after George Floyd. We know what happened in Minneapolis and all that. My question to you is this. Do you think that that is the right way to go about that particular part of this process? Because I don't think that it is. As much as um, I'm critical of law enforcement and things that happen with law uh, enforcement and police officers – uh, all across the country, okay, um, and I'm not trying to paint every cop as a bad cop, but we know that we have issues in policing in this country, and if you you if you don't believe that, then you need to get your head up out of your butt. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I do believe that the school resource officers should be in these schools. Uh, now you know I'm in, you know I'm involved in in high school athletics, and those those. School resource officers, you know, Minneapolis don't have them anymore. No, nope. they have. They are just like teachers and counselors. Yes, you, you don't see them as policemen because they're there to get to know the students. And so, if something and and the head off things, is things happen. But when you pull them out the room, pull them out. I mean, we we don't have them in the Minneapolis schools right now. And so, therefore, things have been happening in the school buildings this year that probably would not have happened as much. If we had the school resource officer in the building who knows the kids, know the know when things are happening and, and things might be brewing up and can head that off before it gets too too out of hand, uh, when you lose that contact, I mean that's you know. But again, we we rush to judgment. Take all the police out of out of schools, okay? So now you got problems in the schools. And now you're going to have, and then it's going to be even more so a problem because now you got to go back and try to bring them. I, I heard that the St. Paul is now bringing them back in in certain schools. But we'll see that become a problem again, Henry, because now those new officers are going to have to re, rebuild relationships that that they didn't have before yep. because the relationships got broken off when you took the took the officers out, and you're going to have that fear factor, you're going to have suspicion on that and stuff. You know that we and, you know, people make too many decisions that don't make sense sometimes. Yes, <laughs> you know they really don't. And especially 
you know, and the safety of, of children, safety of kids. Uh, but, you know, here we go. The next thing you know, they're talking about putting metal detectors uh, yep. and stuff like that. It, then that become, then you become a, a prisoner. And school is not a prison. School is a place of learning and growing and maturing. And, yes, incidents happen. But, yes, find out why that young man did what he did in St. Paul. Yes, find out. We can't find out what happened in, in, in East Lansing but because the person took his own life. Yep. But, yes, find out what caused that. Yep. And, yes, yes, not do the yes, – yes, less on the effect and more on the cause. Yep. What caused that? And, yes, I solved that. That's yep. what I believe. Man. Hey, Charles, hey, hey, let me, let, let's me let take a break right here. We'll put you on hold and then come back and then we'll talk uh, basketball on the other side. You cool with that? Oh, very much. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll do that next. Charles Holman from the Spokesman Recorder. He joins us here on the Lake Show. All right, it's been a rough season to this point, college basketball-wise, for both squads at the University of Minnesota. Golden Gophers are struggling. Uh, Lindsey Wayland's squad, Ben Johnson's squad, both are um, I talked to Ben, what was it, um, or actually we were texting about a week and a half ago, and it was just more me on some positive stuff with them, um, Charles, talking to Charles Holman from the uh, Minnesota Spokesman Recorder here on the Lake Show, um, just because, man, I, I know Ben, man. Ben wants to win. He wants to win at a high level. Um, he needs talent. Um, he's battled injuries this year. He's had the COVID stuff, and now they're dealing with the situation where they won't play against Michigan State. So it's been a rough year. I'll start with him. All right, let's let's start with the men, and then we'll get to the uh, to Lindsey squad and, and and the females. What, what what are you seeing this season from the, the men's program? Because I, I, it was cool being here in the studio, and I'm sitting up and I'm watching. I think it was like FS1 one night, and they pulled off the upset of Ohio State. Um, and I thought that they were maybe turning the corner there. And that was by far, without question, the best game I'd ever seen Dawson Garcia play. Dawson Garcia has been, he's been out now with, with the, uh, with the injury. But w- what do you make of, or how would you best describe the season that's, that's been for the Golden Gopher men? I would say they have snake bitten because, uh, they've had injuries. All season, then you had the COVID issue, and now you know now because of tragedy, not going to play. They're basically not going to play another week almost. Uh, just they, they just you know, and I know we keep saying it over and over again. They're young, mm-hmm. and 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 that's not an excuse. But like you gave Ben some uh, some encouragement, I gave Ben some encouragement after uh, Sunday's game. Yep. Oh no, was it Sunday's game or Saturday? Yeah, Sunday's game. Uh, you know, I just went up there and I said, "Look, man, your kids are playing hard." I watched them practice uh, last week, and I said, "For a team that's on a losing streak, their body language isn't like, damn, why are we here?" You know, yep. their body language was like, "Wow, they they up, they running, they they responded to coaching, they responded to what." Ben is saying and what the coaching staff is saying, and that's encouraging to me. And I just wish that the Minnesota fans would just be a little more patient. Mm-hmm. I know they want to win, but when you got a team that's this young, and they are young, you can't get around that, and you are you are dependent on those young people who just played high school a year ago to now to, 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 to compete in one of the toughest conferences in the nation. You not you got you got to give them time to grow and develop and learn and grow and develop and learn and grow. And when I watched them practice last week, uh, Henry, and I saw those kids not 
putting their heads down mm-hmm. and not, you know, dragging, that showed me something. Because at this time of year, you can really tell when teams are really out of it. They ready to pack it up. They ready. Hey, we done. We know we're not going anywhere. I didn't see that out those kids. You thought they was. You thought they was on nine game winning streak the yeah. way they was playing at practice. So that's a credit to Ben and his and his coaching staff and how he's keeping those kids. He got those kids here. I, and I, all you gotta do is get some talent coming in, and I think that you'll see their improvement. Uh, you know, moving forward. I definitely want to see you know what some of the kids look like here that he's got that are freshmen next year as they continue to grow. I think that the Payne kid, he's got an NBA body. I think that he's got all the potential in the world. He's he's shown flashes at times. I know that when I went down, um, I took my father to one of the games um, specifically to see UAPB because my, my dad's a grad. And uh, that was the best game that Braden Carrington played. And he was just, I mean, he, do, he looked good from the outside and shooting the basketball. So I just want to see the freshmen uh, continue to develop because – it's not like they're absolutely void of talent. It's just like you mentioned, it's young talent. And you're right, they've been snake bitten this year. Oh, yeah. And, and, and also because they're going to make so much mistakes. And you have to let them play through that. Now, think about it, Henry. You, you, you and I have been around a long time. Is that if you have a veteran's ball club, those kids ain't playing that much. Okay? Mm-hmm. But because you press them into service, they just have to learn on the fly. And you have to either you got to scratch your head and scream and holler at them, or you let them went through that, or play through that and grow. And that's where practice becomes important because in the game situation, you could take that game film and show them this is what you did. Now we got to improve on this, and that's why I'm saying that I love the way Ben is coaching. I, I really love the way he's coaching those kids. He's trying to keep keep from being f- f- totally frustrated, and that's why I talked to him a little bit after the game on Sunday. I said, man. I said, keep your head up. You know, you know it's gonna get better. And he appreciated my words, giving it to him because he, you know, Ben's a good guy, and you just gotta give him the chance. You gotta give him the, the. You wanted somebody here from Minnesota. You wanted somebody to bring in Minnesota kids. He's bringing them in, and now he hopefully get that big kid, the big kids from California, come in, and then get some healthy. Another thing we haven't talked about: Jameson Battle has struggled this year. Mm-hmm. That injury that he got early has that didn't took help. him off his rhythm. Yep. Took him off his rhythm, and you, and we have an injury like that. You can't get that back. You know, just playing games. I mean, he lost a lot of time when, when his his, his rhythm just been off, and I, I, and now he's been struggling. And you know, he's not going to tell you that, but he's struggling because he's trying to get back to where he was at the beginning of the season and before that injury hit. So yeah, you know, I'm patient. I hope other people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and nothing's going to happen to Ben uh, this uh, this at the end of this year. We know that he's going to be back next year, whatever. Um, they're going to have to show a lot of growth and development though um, into next season because it's going to be hard to. It's hard to be at the barn and there be not many people there in attendance and the team oh, struggle yeah. the way that it struggled this year into next year. But I want to ask you about Lindsey's squad because Lindsey's dealing with the same stuff. They're two and twelve. Um, and in, in the conference, uh, seven and eight yeah. overall. What do you make of what's going on with Lindsey now? Now Lindsey's in a little bit of a different situation because Lindsey's had more time than Ben. She's been there longer. Um, I do like some of the talent that she has. I mean, she got some. She got some young girls there that can that can flat out hoop. It just has not resulted in 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 wins. Yeah. Uh, well, also, you know, Lindsey got hit like Ben did. She, the transfer portal hit her the last couple of years, so she lost some players that would have 
would have been here this year, would have been seasoned player. The same and same thing again. You got young players who last year was playing high school basketball. Now they're playing in. You think the men's side is tough. The women's Big Ten, it might be the hardest conference in the nation right now mm-hmm. in terms of being successful. And if you can, you're going to get veteran clubs. Only two teams, there's only one team young as, as young as the Gophers, and that's Wisconsin. Yep. And, 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 and the record shows that everybody else is, is threatened. They are veteran players. They, you know, and so, therefore, you are going against teams that just, they just better than you right now. Yep. And you and got meant- kids, and, and you also, they, they, they lost their bigs. All their bigs got hurt. So you got Rose playing, Rose Michon playing uh, out of her position, basically. She's a better at the four, she's playing the five, and that, and she's their best player. So she's marked. So therefore, she's being double team, triple team. And when people not hitting shots, they just keep double and triple teaming her. And so, it, it, you know, but there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel, but people are going to have to be more patient. And I know that's hard because you're paying. You, yep. You're paying money to see them play. Yep. But you've got to also look at the bigger picture. You've yep. got to look at and stop looking at just tunnel vision. Stop listening to Listen to people like me to tell you that it should be better. <laughs> and, 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 and I and I and I misspoke. I, I meant to say that they're nine and sixteen overall. Um, they have a record of seven and eight at home. So they're 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 not winning at home uh, necessarily, and they're definitely not winning on the road because I think that they won only one game this year away from home. So yeah. it has been an absolute struggle for Lindsey's team. But like like Ben. Uh, Lindsay's my girl, and, and I try to you know occasionally check in with her to see how she's doing as well. Hey Charles, yeah, both teams, both teams will both teams will be watching match March Madness. Unfortunately, this year, so yep. hopefully, I learn from watching it. Yep. All right. Uh, hey Charles, I appreciate the time tonight, my man. Thank you, Henry. Always a pleasure. I appreciate it. you. You right. hang in there and stay safe. All right. Take care. That's Charles Holman from the Minnesota Spokesman Recorder. All right. We'll take a break. Take a look at local weather, and then um, Travis Kelsey. Had a very interesting thing to say after winning his second Super Bowl. Interesting. We'll get to it next year on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 